Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today, I am going to be asking you guys how to get over things like friendships, relationships, because I have been struggling with a breakup and it's really taking its toll on me. I'm also going to be telling you guys about the shocking discovery I made in my ex-boyfriend's room and how I just bought my other ex-boyfriend a crazy birthday present. Okay, so usually this is the part where I update you on some really exciting things that have happened to me recently or, I don't know, some sort of drama, some sort of gossip. And there's really just nothing. And I hate to do this because I feel like I've been doing it for every fucking podcast. Like, Olivia, we get it. You had a breakup. Get over it. But that is really the only, like, thing I have to speak about right now. Because it's, like, a really, really complicated thing. And I think it's, like, my first time going through something like this. And this is why, like, I won't shut the fuck up about it. And you probably don't care at all. But to be honest... I've been speaking about it in the last few episodes and I've actually got some really like nice messages from people and I feel like this is like the most that we've ever bonded over something like me and you if you've ever like I don't know I feel like everyone's gone through a breakup I mean not necessarily everyone but you guys just seem to quite resonate with things I'm saying about this kind of thing so I think it's also I'm learning I'm completely learning and I need your guys' help and I think it's a nice bonding experience for us to go through this together and that's why today in the podcast I was going to speak about like getting over things because if you don't know, because if you haven't been listening to the past few episodes, I basically broke up with my boyfriend a few weeks ago. It, it just wasn't, the relationship wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. So I broke up with him and I've been struggling ever since because, I don't know, I've I've had boyfriends before. I've had three boyfriends, maybe like one like serious thing, like situationship thing. But like, this is like my first proper relationship relationship. Like, since I moved, well, I don't, yeah, yeah, since I moved out, it's also, like, the longest relationship I've ever had, which is, like, six months, which is honestly an interesting, like, phenomenon for me. Like, I wonder what the, like, psychology is behind that, that I can, like, once it gets to six months mark, I'm like, oh, my God, get away. And we also just, like, went through quite a lot together. Like, it was quite, like, a deep relationship. Like, it was, it was a proper, I think it was, like, a proper adult relationship. Like, we went through some stuff that was literally traumatizing, which I'm not ready to speak about, but maybe someday I will speak about it. Yeah, and I just think it really bonded us. But then, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of freak out because when so- things start to go wrong, which is completely normal in a relationship, like, you will start fighting and stuff, then... I get like I feel like I'm really really trapped I'm like shit I'm trapped in a relationship I don't want to be in um, not even that I don't want to be in that it's like not making me as happy as, as someone else could be making me and then I break up with them then I like self-destruct then I start being like a bitch so that we get in fights and then I can be like oh we're fighting so much we need to break up when in reality it is probably me that's like starting these fights and acting like this <laughs> At least I'm self-aware, to be fair. And then, yeah, usually how it goes is we break up and I, like, switch off my fucking emotions like a psychopath. And I move on really, really quickly. I feel like that's, like, usually, like, is my method of moving, like, or, like, getting over things and getting over relationships is just, like, becoming, like, hyper-fixated with someone else within a week. Like, that is usually a really effective method of getting over someone for me. But this time, it's, like, it, I don't think it's going to work like that. Like, I don't really want to do that. Basically, like, yeah, we broke up. And I've been, like, struggling to not see him because we never broke up. Like, it's not as if we fucking hated each other and we were like, get out of my eyes. I never want to see you again. I'm locking you and everything. It was more just, like, not that happy in this relationship. I want to break up. And also, like, when your friends start telling you you need to break up, I know this is, like, a weird thing because my boyfriend at the time was like, why do you care what your friends think? And I was like, my friends and family, if they start telling me that they want me to break up with someone, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to break up with someone because, like... I think it's really, really important that your friends and your family approve because if they don't, then it's just awkward and, like, you're, you know, your friends are, like, like I don't know. I just, I, I, I know you shouldn't really care what other people think about your relationship, but I'm, if all your friends are telling you to break up with someone, you should probably break up with them. Like, they're not out to get you. Well, sometimes.
but yeah, we we just kind of like broke up because it just wasn't really like wasn't really vibing like that. It just wasn't. Really, I did say that. Why did I just say that? It wasn't really vibing like that. Like what is that saying? That's not a real saying. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was quite an amicable breakup, and because of that, I was really really struggling because it was hard not to like just text them every day. Like I would. It's like breaking a habit. Like I'm get into like really really strong habits like if, if if someone told me one day that I'm not allowed to eat avocado and beans on toast every morning for breakfast like that is like my worst habit that and probably vaping random two habits but like that is the only thing that I do consistently like every single day and to break that habit would be really really fucking hard for me and I really really fell into a habit of like being around my boyfriend ex-boyfriend like constantly like anytime I wasn't with him I was constantly facetiming him anytime I get a bit of good news he's the only person I want to tell like even not just good news like just anything I see on the tv anything I watch I need to tell him like I'll tell him that I'm filling up my car I don't fill up my car I don't it doesn't have petrol (laughs) if I tell him like if I like successfully like charge my car I'm like oh my god I need to tell my boyfriend and like breaking that habit I was just finding really really difficult like I did meet up with him like most days after and I was telling you guys in like a podcast recently that I I felt like the only way that we could move on from this because it was a bit of like an awkward in between because we weren't going out but we were still seeing each other a lot and he kind of wanted to get back together and I was just saying like the, the only way that we can both like move on from this and not be in this awkward in between stage and like I don't know yeah move on is if one of us gets with someone else and I was saying I didn't want to be that person I didn't want to get with someone else because I would feel too bad and like I just I didn't want to be the one to do it I wanted him to do it and I also wanted him to do it so then I could be like oh I'm blocking you and everything it would actually give me a reason to like not speak to him anymore not to be grim but like do you know what I mean like that is what you have to do to to move on from someone you need to like not be around them constantly and then guys I got with someone (laughs) I can't believe I'm fucking saying this on the internet, but yeah, I got with someone and I really thought that that would be like a definitive, I, and I'm sorry, I I said I wasn't going to be the one to do it, but I did do it. And I thought that this would be a definitive moment for me, like I would do it and then I'd be like, right, you know what, that's it, like we're probably both going to hate each other and all, we're going to move on, I probably like don't, I won't have feelings for him anymore, like I don't know, I just really thought that it would do something and it just really didn't do anything. It made me feel really bad, really, like, shit. I, it made me, like, realise, I don't know, it made me realise, like, maybe I made a mistake breaking up with him. I, it kind of took me breaking up with my boyfriend to realise, like, how much I actually did love him. And I still do. And then I got with someone and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, why I do that? And then, no, I don't know what I've, I don't know the, what I've gotten myself into, guys. I've gotten such a little sticky situation. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, so the troubles that we had when we were going out, like, just fighting and stuff and disagreeing and spending too much time together, it felt so much worse when we were in a relationship because then, like, I would be upset about something and then i go, oh, my God, my relationship's making me, like, this upset. This is so shit. And then now that we've broken up, I'm like, oh, was it really that shit? Did I really, should I really have broken up with him? And the advice that you guys are giving me, like, it has been amazing. Like, thank you so much to anyone that's been giving me advice. I really, really, really appreciate it. I've been loving reading all your messages, but it's so 50-50 as well. And it's confusing me so much. Like, my mind right now is, I don't know, like, it's in a battle with itself. Because half of you are being like, Olivia, the only way that you're going to be able to move on from this or, like, move on from this relationship like you broke up with him for a reason like you know you broke up with him for a reason so you need to move on the only way you're gonna move on is if you block him on everything like don't speak to him again don't meet up with him again and I was just like oh 
I know you're right. Like, I do know that that's the right advice and I know I should take it. And but, oh, I just wish he would do that to me. But also, anyway, um, <laughs> I, I just thought that it was a bit dramatic to do that considering we don't hate each other. Like, that's the kind of, like, behaviour that I would do if I hated the person or I just really didn't like them anymore. But I, I don't. Like, I do still like him. And then the other half of you guys were saying, like, Olivia... If you if you still love him and you still want to see him, then why wouldn't like why are you stopping yourself from seeing him? Like you're young, just have fun. Like if you want to see him, don't don't hold yourself back from doing that. And I was like, these are both two really good sides of advice, but I need more information. I need more advice. So that, that's why we're talking about it today. We're talking about it today, like how to get over someone. But it's not even just getting over someone. I think it's like getting over like friendships and like friendship breakups or just like shit times in general like it is a hard thing to do and I used to be so fucking good at it like I used to be really able to like switch off my emotions and like not like not really be upset about things and like people exiting my life I was always just like ugh like I'm young like I probably they were probably weren't meant to be in my life in the first place like with boys I was always like you know what I wasn't gonna fucking marry them so it's not really the end of the world that I'm not like that we, bro- we broke up and I don't speak to them anymore like I never really cared and with friendships as well I'm like I feel like I've only had like one proper like friendship breakup in my life. I did follow it with one friend in school, but like we're completely friends again. Like that's completely fine. But that's like the only other time I feel like I've properly fallen out with someone. But yeah, I've fallen out with someone before, and it was really really sad. Like at the start, because I don't know. I mean, losing someone in your life is always not losing someone. It's not like they fucking died, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it is sad. Like breaking up with a friend. Like I feel like it does take a few months to look back and kind of reflect on everything and just be like, you know what, maybe like it wasn't, maybe we just weren't meant to be friends. Maybe like I'm quite good at that. I'm quite good at like reflecting and being like, okay, this person just wasn't meant to be in my life. And it doesn't really happen that often. It was mostly with boys, to be honest, because I'm really shit with boys and I just like I'm not able to have relationships. <laughs> but this time it's really different and it's made me think like maybe this is like genuinely the first time I've ever been in love because I've said love you to three people before. My ex, uh, my three ex-boyfriends, I've said love you to all of them. But actually, wait, that's such a lie. Wait, I said I love you to my first... Well, I don't really count this guy as my boyfriend, but one time when I was like 15, I had a boyfriend, okay? And he, <laughs> he was like, oh, it was such a weird relationship because obviously like I was like... I think I met him like 14 and 15 and like I would go around his house and we'd just sit in his room all day and like his mum oh my god guys wait can I tell you a really really fucked up story wait I can't believe I'm fucking telling you this oh my god like he could probably like sue me for defamation but I'm not saying any names and this could be about anyone and if you think you know who it is it's not just just but anyway I had this ex-boyfriend and you're gonna you're gonna fucking scream at this I don't even know if this is like appropriate to tell you but honestly it's good because I'm promoting like safe sex but I, he was like, I lost my virginity to this boy. Like, I really thought he was the shit. But uh, <laughs> no hard feelings for him also. Like, we were very young. We would use, like, like, condoms because that's safe. And you should always use condoms when you have sex. It's the best thing to do. Always practice safe sex, guys. If you're going to have sex, use a condom. And it was... <laughs> I've been telling you this. And this just popped into my head. I haven't actually, like, told anyone this for years. But it just popped in my head. And I just felt like I needed to tell you. He had a... So my boyfriend at the time. He had a, a safe in his room, which is quite random to begin with. But, you know, like, is this a hotel room? Whatever. He had a safe in his room and he kept the things that he kept in his safe. I, I one day made this like shocking discovery. He kept all the used condoms in his safe. Like, what the fuck? No, I'm thinking, I'm like really deeping that and it's like really, really scary. Like, I remember one day he like opened it and I like, threw something in and I was like, what was that? And, like, then he was like, oh, yeah, I just keep them all in there. And I was like, Jesus, how fucking, like, this... I swear there was some from, like, his girlfriend before me because, like, that was not... Like, there was, like, there was a lot. How crazy is that? 
Whoa, I'd never even deep that. How did we even get on him? Oh yeah, so like this was my boyfriend at the time, who I didn't really count as a boyfriend. And then we, I, I was like, I was on the plane today because I, I went home to Belfast for the weekend, and I was like kind of clearing out all my old photos on my camera roll because I didn't have anything downloaded for the plane. I completely forgot, and I was like, what the fuck else do you do on the plane apart from go through a camera roll? So I was going through my old camera roll, and I was like deleting all my old screenshots because I have like thousands and thousands of screenshots of just like random things. And um, I got I got way back. I got back to like when I was like fifteen, going out with this boy. I remember I was fourteen. I was probably fourteen. And um, we we broken up, and he like said he was heartbroken. I think what happened? Oh, I think maybe I we we broke up, and I like kissed one of his friends or something. And he wrote a rap. This little boy wrote a rap. It was being like this bitch. Like I don't know. Like he was just basically like it was a rap like dissing me, being like she's a whore. <laughs> Wait, I think I still have it. I will, oh, I know I'm going to try to find it right now. It was ridiculous. But um, yeah, it was like basically a rap about me. Um, And he sent it to me on Snapchat being like, like really getting my feelings out right now. And I screenshotted it. Like what a fucking bitch move from me. I mean, it's funny now because I can look back at it. But like, I'd be so offended if I were him that I screenshotted it. But I screenshotted it and I was just reading it the other day. And I was like, okay, this is this was not a real relationship. I cannot count him as a boyfriend. But yeah, that is my story about how... I went out with the boy and he hoarded used condoms and then wrote a rap about me when we broke up. Also, by the way, I went home last weekend because I was, if you're confused why I was on the plane to Belfast, I went home for my brother's birthday. And how crazy is this, right? Breaking up with someone has really taken a toll on me. Like, I don't, I, you never really realise that, like, being emotional about things can actually, like, really exhaust you. But, like, I've, like, fallen into, like, a really bad way of living again. So, like, obviously, I don't really know how to process any emotions I'm having at the minute. And I'm really, really terrible. Maybe I should just get a therapist because what is this? Like, why am I telling you about, like, my fucking habits at the minute? But I, like, I don't get out of bed. Like, I sleep so fucking much. You know, I, I went home that last weekend for my um, brother's birthday. And I got, I went to bed at 1am. And guess what time I woke up at? Half 5pm the next day. Like, that's not okay. Like, who does that? Who who sleeps that long? Like, that is not not sweet at all. Like, I'm eating shit food. I went home for three days there, and I didn't brush my teeth once. My hygiene has gone like the fucking window. I like, oh my god, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not able to do anything. And then I'm just thinking like, okay, so maybe I should just get with my back with my boyfriend. I mean, he probably wouldn't fucking take me anymore because he didn't get with someone, so I fucked it there. But um, I'm just really not dealing well with this breakup. It's fucking me up, guys. So I've asked you guys for some more help because <laughs> you haven't given me enough advice so far. But I've asked you guys on my story for like ways you get over things just because I need more advice because you guys haven't given me enough. I feel like some of you guys could be like maybe going through a breakup as well. So I got a lot of like people saying get under someone else, which is such a, I mean... It's like the Julie song. It's such a common thing to do to get over someone. And usually I'm so like, oh my God, yeah. Like I've done that every single time. Like sometimes like I, a lot of the time, I feel like girls kind of, I'm sure boys do this as well sometimes, but like you mourn a relationship before it's over. And I think I do that a lot with my relationships. Like I kind of like decide, oh, I don't really like this person. Not don't like this person, but I'm not liking this relationship anymore. And instead of just doing something about it there and then, I'm too much of a pussy. And I like draw it out a bit. Like I swear like the last like, probably two months with my ex were not like I, I was kind of like checked out a little bit so then by the time that we actually do get around to breaking up I'm very much like I've mourned the relationship and then at that point I, I, I feel like this is like really really fucked but I feel like sometimes I well a lot of the time I end things with someone whenever I kind of fancy someone else 
like I always I don't know but that, that's my that's something I don't like about myself because then I end up like as soon as I break up with that person I get with that other person and then I'm just like hopping from boy to boy to boy and it's like this constant like need like well I'm trying to analyze myself here but I think it's like a constant need for male validation and I fucking hate that about myself because I hate boys and like this time that wasn't the case like this time when I broke up with my boyfriend I didn't like it's not because I fancied someone else and I actually broke up with him because I wanted to like really focus on myself but now I'm just like oh fuck fuck focusing on myself when I could have a boyfriend that could cuddle me in cold nights because I haven't figured out my heating in my new house yet and it's still really, really fucking cold. So, like, who's going to cuddle me in my cold nights? Phil wants nothing to do with me. Like, Phil, oh, my God, Phil has, like, my cat has gone off the fucking rails. He won't stop screaming at me. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's like, I'm spending a lot of time at home at the minute because, as I said, like, I haven't really been getting out of bed or, like, getting off the sofa. And... I need Phil to be there for me. I need him to be a cute, cuddly cat. He was my old flat. I don't know if it's like he feels lonely because we've, we've moved into this, like, I guess it's more like a house and it's a bit more room and he doesn't really know what to do with himself. So he just starts screaming at me. But like this really like, you know, like a cat would be like, meow. But he's like, Mrrr. that's what he's literally doing to me. Like he's, like every single night, he sounds like a fucking ghost. It's horrible. And he just does it over and over and over again. And he won't shut up. And I feed him constantly. I think he's like, getting a bit overweight now because I keep feeding him to shut him up. Because it's the only thing that will stop him from screaming at me is eating food. So now I've just been feeding him like five sachets of food a day, which is not really good for a cat at all. And that's like my nights now. It's just like sitting in the cold in my flat with my cat screaming at me. And I'm like, why have I done this to myself? Like I used to have a boyfriend that would like cook me pasta and like we would sit and watch Frozen Plant together. And now this is just depressing. So <laughs> I don't know how we got onto that. Oh yeah, I was talking about getting under people. Yeah, not working this time because I tried and it didn't it didn't do anything it made me feel fucking worse but then it's also like I'm such a fucking hypocrite because I did that and it's kind of just made the whole situation even like stickier but like the thought of him getting with someone see this is like another thing that's making me think that maybe I made a mistake breaking up with this person because the thought of him getting with someone else makes me feel violently ill like I, I hate it so much but then I'm also like that I'm kind of like that with all my ex well, not all my exes definitely like with one ex to this day the thought of him getting with someone else makes me feel a bit weird like I was home it's not because I don't have any like feelings for him whatsoever and like I know that's like done it's so so done but for some reason like the thought of him getting with someone like makes me feel ill and, like I guess that's like kind of normal like I spent a lot of time with this person like obviously it's not gonna make me feel amazing thinking about them getting with someone else but like I was home and like my brother was like oh yeah your ex is talking to so and so and I was like oh my god, I'm going to block her on Instagram. And then I was like, what the fuck, Olivia? Like, you're a psychopath. You're not even friends with this girl. Like, why on earth would you block her on Instagram? Like, I I still, to this day, like, the thought of him getting with someone, I get so fucking angry. So then, of course, I'm going to get pissed off at, like, my most recent ex getting with someone. But, like, the thought of it, like, pisses me off so much, like, to the point that I'm, like, stalking who he follows every single day. And I, like, he, like, followed a few girls and like I stalked these girls like I find out everything I need to know about them and I don't like it's not healthy at all so maybe I should block him <laughs> like instead I just bought him a trip oh my god wait guys I can't believe I'm telling you this like I'm I'm so fucked it's his birthday this week and like we broke up I think like two days before my birthday so he still gave me my birthday presents and I felt really, really bad not getting him anything for his birthday because he obviously got me stuff for my birthday and I know we've broken up and stuff, but, like, it's just, like, it's just a bit unfair for me not to get him anything. So the normal thing to do, like, maybe get him, like, I don't know, he likes golf, maybe get him, like, a golf club or something and, like, 
drop it around to him. No, I didn't do that. I booked us a, a night away at a really nice hotel in the countryside. <laughs> guys, guys, like, oh, I don't know what I've done. No, I'm like trapping this poor boy. Anyway, another thing... <laughs> Like, I literally am a psychopath. And then, the, like, the hotel, like, emailed me today being like, oh, like, we we look forward to you coming. Like, we look forward to your stay. I spent, like, a grand on this. But anyway, they were like, do you want any, like, special, special, like, things in your room? And I've got him, his name in balloons, heart balloons, um, like a full, like, a birthday cake, a bottle of wine, like, rose petals. You'd think, like, I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I've never acted like this before. I, I'm going, I'm going feral. I'm not that kind of gal. I'm not that gal who spends that much money on her boy's, boyfriend's birthday. Like, why have, I've never got anyone balloons in my life. And we've broken up. Like, this is very much like one year anniversary behavior. Not like, I don't know, maybe I'm like trying to apologize for something. Like, subconsciously, I feel like I'm trying to apologize for something. But like, what the fuck am I doing? I'll update you how that goes next week and next podcast. I'll let you know <laughs> how that trip goes. Oh, I'm like sweating thinking about it. I don't know what I'm doing or why I'm acting like this. Okay, someone said you need to grieve the person you thought you knew and you need to distract yourself. I get you. A lot of the time I like romanticize people in my head and I only remember the good times and I decide to just block out anything bad that ever happened and I will literally like go through our old photos and I will play like sad music as I go through our old photos and I don't know why the fuck I do it to myself and like realistically like I, I won't remember any times I was crying to my friends about how much I, like I hate them and stuff and instead I just romanticize it and that's not healthy but I actually saw this TikTok from someone being like, instead of like scrolling through your old photos, scroll through your old texts. And I was like, that's quite a good idea, actually. Maybe I'll do that. But actually, yeah, I don't really, I didn't ever really had like fighting arguments with my boyfriend. We were mostly like a an in-person, because we lived together. It was mostly in-person arguments. Did we even argue? No, we did argue. We definitely did argue. Yeah, we did. We nearly broke up about seven times. <laughs> but I do think like, like, Oh, I don't know. I hate deleting photos. Like, I really, really don't like deleting photos. I've, I don't think I've ever deleted, like, things with exes before. Like, I've never deleted all photos because it, it feels like, like, that's a that's a full, like, chapter of your life and I wouldn't just want to, like, delete that and, like, just, like, pretend it didn't happen. But then I do find myself scrolling quite a lot. But then I get, I, I'm, like, I'm such a hypocrite. I am, like, the biggest hypocrite ever. Like, as I was saying, like, I, like, if he got with someone, it would make me physically fucking ill and I'd probably block him on everything and never speak to him again, my ex. But I... I got with someone so like what what where's the fucking logic in that and then like one time I followed him on his finster and he accepted me and I just like I, I was on holiday with my friend and like we sat and like scrolled through everything and I, I went back like two years I, I don't know why I was stalking this boy this much because he was literally my boyfriend I was like properly stalking his finster and he had like instagrams of his ex-girlfriend and him up which is like so normal like very normal thing to do I'm sure if you scrolled on things like you, if you scrolled on my TikTok you'd find uh, videos of me and my ex if you scroll on my camera you find videos like you find like my ex is all over my phone if you actually look for it and I was looking for something here like I was properly stalking this boy's finster and I got so fucking angry that I like blocked his finster <laughs> I'm a psychopath like that is not normal and like in my head I was like why the fuck does he still have like photos up of him and his ex like that's so fucking weird like no it's not oh I hate myself anyway I don't even know how I got on 
And then for distracting yourself, no, I do really, really agree with distracting yourself. I think that's really important because it is the nights where you're like sat at home and feeling sorry for yourself that you like, that's when you start fucking texting them, isn't it? And I do try to distract myself, but I feel like a lot of the time, like I social, the only time I socialize with my friends is if we're going out drinking. I mean, that's not all, all like the case, but like a lot of my friends, live, like I've got one friend that lives really, really close to me. My friend Tilly, she lives like five minutes away from me. And then the rest of them live quite like, they're like half an hour away, like 35 minutes, which is not very far at all. But like, I feel like none of us can be bothered to make the journey to each other in the day, just kind of like sit in each other's flats. Like there's not really any point. And it's just like, we never just, we never really do activities during the day. So like, I feel like the only time we actually see each other is at nighttime. Like we always, like I love seeing them at night and we go for dinner. But then a lot of that includes like dinner and drinks and like dinner and clubbing or just like alcohol is involved in a lot of nighttime activities. And then... I'm drunk. And then I'm like, oh, what to do but text my ex. <laughs> like, there's not, there's really no other solution. And then if you don't text your ex, you wake up the next day hungover and depressed because you're hungover and you're alone and the heating's not working in my house and I'm cold. And then I text my ex. So there's really no solution. The only sort of, actually, I have really been thinking about going sober recently. I would love to, but I just don't want to say I'm go- going to. No, the, the only way that I could do it is if I actually said I'm going to go sober because then I could actually hold myself accountable. But what, as I was saying, like distracting myself, I'm, I'm finding it difficult because of those factors. But what I want to do more is like spend more time on my own, like plan. I really want to start like Pilates and stuff, like do shit like that on my own, like maybe go shopping on my own. And I don't know. It's not really working out. Like, I, I, I kind of said to myself whenever I broke up with my boyfriend that, like, I would see my friends every single day. And that was unattainable because, like, no one has time for anyone. <laughs> no, obviously, my friends have time for me and I have been seeing them a lot. But, like, during the days and stuff, I'm, I haven't really been doing anything. I haven't really been going out of bed until 3 p.m. or showering, really. So that's not, like, I need to actually start, if I'm going to start distracting myself properly, I need to, like, actually start doing things, like, make plans of myself. I really want to start doing that. I really want to like learn to like love spending time on my own. But then yeah, yeah, as I was saying, I really want to go sober, but I just don't know if I can do it. Like I feel like I'm too awkward to like go sober. Like you know, like if I was like a really really big extrovert, then I could definitely go sober. I'm an extrovert. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, Olivia, you're obviously a fucking extrovert. Like listen to you, you're sitting here chatting away for half an hour. Like an introvert couldn't do that. But then like it just in social situations, I I really struggle. I just really struggle to be around drunk people if I'm not drunk. But I would love to go sober. I was thinking of doing like a sober November because nothing really happens in November. It's just a shit month. Like you could definitely go sober and not really miss out on anything. But then again, we'll get into like the 3rd of November and there's going to be a great party on. And who am I to say no to a party? And I'm not going to a party sober. This is the thing. If I went sober, I would have to like stop going to parties because I genuinely like do not have the willpower to go to a party, which is like really like sad because I don't know. I think it's just because I've been, I've been drinking oil in my 21 I've been drinking for like over six years, which is like really not great. So I'm just so used to it now of like going out to a party and drinking. Like I genuinely like, I don't have a problem with drinking at all. Like I can go like, if there's no plans, I can go a very long time without drinking and I'm never like, I need a drink. But I just could not go to a party or like a social event where everyone else is drinking and not drink, which pisses me off. I don't like that. I don't like being like reliant on, on alcohol. But I definitely am. I'd say, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of young people are. Especially just from, like, I don't know. I, I think it's, like, kind of the same in Ireland. But like we started drinking from a very young age. 
and I don't I just yeah I hate being dependent on it for like my my confidence like I think it would actually be like a fucking self-discovering journey if I went sober I wouldn't go sober for a long time but like I just think it would be really really good for my mental health to go sober because also like being hungover like I'm really really bad at it like I, I just like I've just lock myself away and don't speak to anyone I don't reply to any texts I like go off the face of the earth for like two days and it's not healthy I mean there's like it's so so like sometimes I wake up from a hangover and I feel fucking amazing and then other times yeah I'm in like a cave for two days okay someone said new hair new you oh I've dyed my hair I really I'm, I'm trying guys I'm really trying Basically, um, I I so agree with this. I like there's nothing that makes me feel better than self care. I love it so much. Like getting my eyebrows dyed, getting my nails done, dyeing my hair, going. Ooh, I just want to say going for a sunbed, but I do not promote that. That's terrible. Sunbeds are really really bad. I'm actually giving you cancer to never get a sunbed, but sometimes that little boost of vitamin D makes me feel like I'm fucking on top of the world. I can't say that, so I did not just say that, but you, yeah. Anyway, like just like putting time into myself and like making myself feel good and getting little like beauty treatments done like that's like something that makes me really really happy and like cooking good food and walking to Joe and Juice and getting a green juice basically like living life like a like a rich West London mum like that's what I like doing it makes me feel really really happy but the other day like so obviously as I was saying it's a bit of a tricky situation me and my ex-boyfriend because we broke it up but I think we still really love each other and it's just really really sticky and we've been having like a lot of arguments and stuff and we had this argument and I was just blubbering like a little child but it was like 3.05 and I was meant to be at a hair appointment at three o'clock so I was like really really running late and like it was like a really abrupt ending to the like argument like I literally was running out the door crying being like I'm sorry and I had to go straight to the hairdressers and it was just like I'm not really like I don't think I'm a really big crier. I don't really cry that often, especially not in public and especially not around people I know. Like, I'm I'm partial to a wee cry, like, on the sofa or something or, like, in bed. If I'm watching a sad TikTok, of course I'm going to cry. But I do not cry in public very often. Like, I, I, I find it, like, really humiliating and it's not humiliating to cry. Like, you should never be embarrassed to cry, but I'm just not a public crier. And, like, I, I was running, like, I was literally, like, driving to my hairdressers, like, couldn't see anything because I was crying so much. And I ran, I walked in to the hairdressers and the whole, like, so I parked and I was, like, walking to the hairdressers and the whole way. I was thinking, like, okay, like, what should I say? Should I say, um, I've got hay fever or should I say I'm having an allergic reaction? Should I say I hit my knee on the way out or, like, I don't, I don't know. I was just trying to think of all these excuses to say. And I, I don't know why. I don't know why my brain thinks like that. But I just didn't want to say that I was crying over a boy. But also just like, oh, fuck off. I hate crying over boys. It's so lame. <laughs> I got into my hairdressers and I sat down and I was like, uh, I broke up with my boyfriend. And she was like, oh, my God, me too. And I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And we sat for four hours and we chatted about boys and our breakups. And it just made me feel like 10 times better. And I don't know I really really enjoyed it like getting my hair done was like the best like thing that's happened to me in the past two weeks and then also after I felt incredible because I had fresh hair I was saying I was like gonna go brown and I feel like that's definitely something you do when you break up with someone is like you should dye your hair brown or like like do something like really drastic so it can be like new new look new you but I didn't have the balls just there and then dye my hair brown I was also really scared because I have this complex in my hair like I know 
like I well not I know but I do think that if I dye my hair brown and like I I think if I dye my hair brown we'll get extensions just to like to make myself feel a bit more confident and I know I look great you know I've got like I just think the, the brown hair with the blue eyes would look really really good on like I don't know but would it look good? yeah I feel like it would look good on me but I have this like weird thing in my head that if I dye my hair brown boys aren't gonna think I'm hot and I don't know why I think that I think I don't know I'd I, not even that. I feel like I, they won't like give me attention or something. I, I don't know why I think that. I literally don't know why. I think girls would look at me with brown hair and they'd be like, "Yeah, you look, you look really good. Like you look amazing." But for some reason, I think that if I dye my hair brown, boys will think I'm. I don't know. Which is so weird because like Megan Vox is like the sexiest woman in the world. Everyone says, and she's got brown hair and boys love her. But I, I have this thing in my head. Um. And like I don't really care about the male gaze, but I just broke up with my boyfriend, so I feel like. I probably should. I, the way that my brain works, I don't even know why I'm saying this out loud. But yeah, that's basically how my brain was working. And I was like, oh, well, I just broke up my boyfriend, so I should probably be looking at fire. Um, so I should keep my hair blonde. So I just dye my hair blonde. I'm going to dye my hair blonde soon because I care way more about the female gaze than the male gaze. Like, if a girl comments on my TikTok, like, oh my God, like, you look amazing. It means so much more to me than, like, if a boy replies to my story, I mean, like, mm, peng. Like, Ew, I hate that so much and I don't care if a boy thinks I'm good looking so I don't know why I even have those thoughts but then I just told me to do my intrusive thought about being going dyeing my hair brown I just need to like I just need to bite the bullet and do it I just feel like brown hair is coming really really back into into I don't know what that word is and in, just in, into style and in, into fashion fashion I don't know brown hair is the move I feel like I'm seeing it everywhere everyone on TikTok's dyeing their hair brown and it looks so good and my hair would be so much healthier so I'm, I am going to do it. It's just, taking, it's just taking a while to pluck up the courage. I just feel like that would be a very good post-breakup move, dyeing my hair brown and reinventing myself. My friend Tilly did it. She dyed her hair brown. She looks incredible. But then now I feel like if I dye my hair brown, then it will look like I'm caught being her. It, well, that's such a, that's such a weird thing to think because like, I swear like 80% of the population has brown hair. I actually wonder what the like percentage is because it's rarer to have blonde hair than brown hair, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure there's only like 10% of people that have naturally blonde hair. I'd say that a lot of people have brown hair. Oh my god, I might look that up later. Okay, I'm going to end the podcast and I'm going to go home. And I've been going on this whole podcast about how my heating isn't working. So it's kind of like inspired me a bit to go home and like figure it out. Because like sitting at home in the cold is not doing anything for me. It's just... It's really not. So I'm going to go home and fix it. And I'm going to have a warm night in with my cat who's going to be screaming at me the entire time. If anyone has any like advice as well on that, like, I'm sorry, I always ask you guys for advice, but like, I'm sure someone has to have like, has to have some sort of cat knowledge and know why my cat is fucking screaming at me. Like, his litter tray is completely cleared out. His food, like, he's fed too much. Like, what is it? Is he just looking for attention? Maybe he is. Me. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed. Love you all. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia.